This morning I have what I feel a word from the Lord. It is something that broke in my spirit a couple weeks ago and I'm going to do my best to deliver what God has given me this morning. It is weighing heavy on my heart. I, I just pray that God would allow me. It's not that I don't feel I have a message, but every once in a while we don't feel that we're able to deliver what God has actually given. I just pray that He is with us this morning. I will be reading from Luke 17, verses 20 through 26. It says, did I say Luke? It's John. It is John. (laughs) See what I mean? I'm already, thank you. (laughs) Oh, I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they may, that they all may be one as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me, and the glory which you gave me, I have given them, that they may be one, just as we are one. I in them, and you in me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. Father, I desire that you, that they also whom you gave me may be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory which you have given me, for you loved me before the foundation of the world. O oh, righteous Father, the world has not known you, but I have known you, and these have and these have known that you sent me, and I have declared to them your name, and I will declare it that the love with which you loved me may be in them, and I in them. If you haven't noticed, we have used a word quite often in those few verses of scripture. And that is going to be my title this morning. One. One. I believe that God dropped this into my spirit and I've not been able to get away from it. In fact, I I actually text, and I usually don't do this, but I text pastor and I said, are you taking care of this Sunday? Because if not, I feel that God has given me something for this service. One. His prayer, that's the prayer of Jesus praying that they all may be one. Would you just bow your heads? Lord, we come before you knowing that your word is already anointed. Knowing that your word is already powerful. God, I simply ask that you would give these lips of clay words to speak, that you would speak through me, God, that you would flow in this house and anoint our ears to hear what you would have for us to hear this morning. Let us walk out of here encouraged in you. God, we give you praise and glory and honor. Why don't you give the Lord a hand clap of praise? Look at someone and tell them one, and you may be seated. At least I didn't have a long title that you had to say before you could be 
I was driving down the road the other day and a silver Toyota Avalon passed me and in big, bold, black letters on the trunk lid, it said, United We Stand. It's a popular motto, United We Stand, Divided We Fall. It's often shortened as it was on the back of that car to United We Stand. It's commonly used to express unity and collaboration and teamwork. The phrase is used to encourage, to challenge, and inspire others to join and be a part. It sends the message that working together is easier. There is strength in numbers, but doing it alone is harder, and it simply invites failure. At its core, the notion is that if an individual group of members, they all have binding ideals and beliefs, if they will work together, they will prosper. But if they work on their own, they are destined to fail and end up in discouragement. The phrase has been used throughout history to rally groups to come together in a spirit of unity. You will hear it used today and the message remains the same. United we stand, divided we fall. It was first attributed to, in modern times, to our founding father John Dickinson and his pre-revolutionary war song called the Liberty Song. It was published in the Boston Gazette in July of 1768 and Dickinson wrote, then join hand in hand, brave Americans all. By uniting we stand, by dividing we fall. Patrick Henry of the famed give me liberty or give me death speech used the phrase in his last public speech of March 1799. The the telling of it says he would clasp his hands and he would sway because he was so weak and he proclaimed let us trust God and our better judgment to set us right hereafter. United we stand. Divided we fall. Let us not split into factions which most destroy destroy that union upon which our existence hangs. At the end of the speech it says that Henry fell into the arms of bystanders and had to be carried almost lifeless into a nearby tavern. He died two months later. One could rightfully say that with his last breath he called for us to be one. He called for unity. But long before our founding fathers ever called for unity, the psalmist David penned these words in Psalm 133 and 1. Behold how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. From the prison Paul wrote to the Ephesians in Ephesians 4, 4 through 6. There is one body and one spirit even as ye are called in one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is above all and through all and in you all. He wrote another letter to the church he established in Corinth and it says for as the body is one and hath many members and all the members of that one One body being many are one body, so also is Christ. For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jew or Gentile, whether we be bond or free, and have all been made to drink into one spirit. For the body is not one member 
but many. If the foot shall say, because I am not the hand, I am not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? If the ear shall say, because I am not the eye, I am, I am, I am not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where were the hearing? If the whole were hearing, where were the smelling? But now hath God set the members, every one of them, in body as it hath pleased Him. Not us, as it pleased Him. And if there were all one member, where was the body? But now are there many members, yet one body. Ephesians 2, 19 and 22 says, Now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and the household of God, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple, in whom ye also are builded together for an habitation through the spirit we've got to understand that it rings throughout the ages we have been told that it's one body we're in this together there's not a big I and a little you but it's all one body we've got one body and one spirit we've got one calling and one anointing we've got to be one with each other we're really good at saying behold we're really be good at we're really good at at quoting the shema that says hear o israel the lord our god is one we proclaim that we're oneness but yet as a body sometimes i think we fall a little short in actually becoming one it's easy to say that we're oneness, but yet we can act. And Brother Tristan was all over it last week, and I told him that you were all on what God was dealing with me about. The one place we're supposed to be one, we're not. I'm not trying to, to be negative this morning, but I'm telling you where we're going, we have to be one. Where we're headed, we have to be one. We have to be one not only with each other, but we have to be one with Him. We have to be one with His purpose. We have to be one with His calling. We have to be one with His burden. We have to be one with His Spirit. This all began with a prayer. A prayer that many believe is the greatest prayer in the entire Bible. In what were some of his last moments before he will be betrayed. He begins to pray this prayer. He prays for himself. He says, I finished my work. He knows what's before him. He prays for his disciples. Now I am no longer in the world, but these are in the world. And I have come to you, Holy Father. Keep through your name those whom ye have given me that they may be as we are. He knows that Judas is about to betray him. He knows that Peter will deny him in just moments. He knows that all of the disciples will turn and they will go their separate ways but yet we find him praying that they will be one. 
He knew all of this was happening, but yet there was something that says in, in spite of everything they're going to feel, in, every, in spite of everything they're going to face, in spite of everything that comes their way, I've got to have them as one. We've got to understand, no matter what comes our way, we've got to be one. No matter what we hear, we've got to be one. No matter what we feel, we've got to be one. No matter what we think, we've got to be one. Get your thoughts in line with him. Get your thoughts in line with his. If I could, I would shout it from the mountain tops. United we stand, divided we fall. United we stand, divided we fall. If we want to see the spirit move like it wants to move, we must be one. If we want to operate like he wants us to operate, we must be one. I'm worried though that we are missing that we are missing the point we are missing the whole point of being one we are missing what it means when we are one I sat at my table and I told Kim I grabbed my iPad and probably some of last Wednesday night is going to get into this message but with tears rolling down my face I said we've got to understand that when we're one we're going to pray different when we're one we're going to act different why do you say that because when we're one we're we're not going to focus on ourselves. When we're one, we're going to feel our brother's burdens. When we're one, we're going to feel our sister's needs. When we're one, we're going to link up together. And we're going to carry those that can't walk. When we're one. When we're one. Jesus continues to pray. He says, I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through your word. He's talking about us. He's talking about the Jews and the Gentiles that will come. The, the evangelization of the entire world. And he's looking ahead in time. And he's looking at us, Bethel. He's looking at Arnold, Missouri on a Memorial Day in 2021. And he sees us and he says that they would be one. That they would be one as I am one. That they would be one with my spirit. That they would be one with my burden. That they would be one with my calling without him I am nothing without him I don't have hope without him I don't have a chance that's why I say make me one with you God make me one it's not easy to take the focus off myself sometimes I've got needs I've got burdens I've got questions I've got pain oh but if I could get a hold of him I would get beyond myself and I would pray like it matters I would fast like it matters I would worship like it mattered because my brother needs me. My sister needs me. This town needs me. This world needs me. United, united, united. United. I must be one. I must be one. I must be one with you. I've got to link up with you. 
we're better together we're stronger together we'll go farther together you're not in this alone you've got a brother or a sister beside you you're not in this alone when you're one if you could only see what I see I see an army sitting in front of me. I see an army that all of hell is afraid of. I see an army that can bring revival, that can shake every stronghold of this city. I see an army that can operate in the spirit. I see an army that has a burden. I see an army that's a part of revival. And it all happens when we become one. Did you know that soldiers have to break stride when they cross a bridge? Soldiers will break stride because structures like bridges and buildings, although they appear to be solid and immovable, they all have a natural frequency about them and a vibration within them, a force that's applied to an object at the same frequency of the object's natural frequency will amplify the vibration of an object. I got this from a science website, so... If you're wondering why it sounds a whole lot more than what I would regularly be doing. It will amplify the vibration of the object in an occurrence called mechanical resonance. So if soldiers were to march in unison across the structure... They would apply a force at the frequency of their step. If their frequency is closely matched to the bridge's frequency, the soldier's rhythmic marching would amplify the vibration frequency of the bridge. And if the mechanical resonance is strong enough, the bridge can vibrate until it collapses. That's what I'm saying. If we'll get in sync with each other, strongholds are coming down. If we'll get in sync with each other, walls are coming down. If we'll get in sync with each other, there's nothing that can stand against us. If we'll get in sync, if we'll march together hand in hand, if we will seek up, there's an army that all of hell can't stop. The devil knows it and he wants to get you out of step. He wants to get your focus over here. He wants you looking over there. He wants you to get tripped up. And so that those that are marching in sync will just keep on marching right by. But I'm here to tell you this morning, put the spiritual blinders on and get in step with the almighty God. Because there's some walls of Jericho that have got to come down. There's some strongholds of Arnold that have got to be crushed. There's a revival that's waiting on you. Strongholds are coming down. Strongholds are coming down. Strongholds are coming down. Why are you saying it? Because I need you to believe it. I need you to believe it. I need you to see it. I pray God would you open their eyes of who they are and the power that's in their hands. Would you anoint us to know the power of one If one will put a thousand to flight, two will put ten thousand. I've already said it. We're better together. We're better together. We're better together. Two 
You want scripture? I've got it for you. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, one will lift up his companion. But woe to him who is alone when he falls, for he has no one to help him up. Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him. And a threefold cord is not quickly broken. You want to know why we've got to be one? Because we need each other when we're weak. We need each other when we're broken. We need each other when we're down. We must be one. We've got to get a hold of this. And we've got to let it get a hold of us. Because if it ever gets a hold of you, I promise you, you won't be satisfied with the way you pray right now. Because there's something that will get a hold of you. I talked about it Wednesday night when Sean sent me that message about his mom having cancer. And they're not seeing any hope for her. And he said, would you pray? And God, just the spirit just just wrenched inside of me and said, how would you pray? if it was your mother and then I began to write and this message was birthed I began to write and I began to say if it was mine I would pray differently I would pray with passion I would pray until I couldn't pray anymore and then I would pray some more and God said when you're one that's the way you'll pray when you're one that's the way you'll operate when you're one Tears rolling down my face. I didn't care. When you're one, when you're one, let it get a hold of you. Feel your other, your brother's burden. Feel your sister's burden. True power comes when we operate as one. When we operate as one. I know it's a children's song, but I think a little little of this needs to get in our spirit. I may never march in the infantry, ride in the cavalry, shoot. You just have to do that. You know, it's 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 a sign. Shoot the artillery. I may never... What's it? Fly over the enemy. There you go. See, those that are listening online later, you're going to want to make them the, the, you know, the shape of the airplane that's flying. I may never fly over the enemy, but I'm in the Lord's army. Yes, sir. I'm in the Lord's army. Yes, sir. I'm in the Lord's army. Yes, sir. What are you saying, Brother Greg? I'm saying that some of us may not have the same gifting and the same calling, but we're all in this together. Some of you may not have what I have, and I don't have what you have but together we've got an anointing that all of hell can't stop together we're walking together we're talking together we're moving forward I'm in the Lord's army there's a lot of stuff I may never do but I'm in the Lord's army I'm going to pray like I'm in the Lord's army I'm going to worship like I'm in his army I'm in this army We're in this army together. We've got the same goal. We've got the same mission. We've got to have the same burden. We are in this together. I'm not here to tear down or compete. 
I'm racing the same clock you're racing, and that's the clock of eternity. I've got one mission. I've got one burden, and that's to snatch every soul out of hell that I can. I've got to reach for a broken spirit. I've got to reach for someone that's lost, and I've got to grab a hold of you because you're going to help me reach further. When we're one, we can reach further. When we're one, we can love longer. When we're one. Eternity is inching closer. And we've got to do anything and everything we can to snatch every soul out of hell that we can. That's why I say, oh, that we may, that we may be one. We need to remember who we were before we I've got to remember who I was before I was washed, before I was sanctified, before I was justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. I was born in sin and shapen in iniquity. But when I asked him to forgive me of all of my sins, I went down in the lovely name of Jesus. I came up a new creature in Christ Jesus. And that's the day that I became one with you. That's the day that I became one with him you want to know where the power is the power is when we get one with each other and then we get one with him we can operate in the spirit we can operate in his love we can operate in his compassion we can operate as his hands and feet he prayed oh that they may become one he prayed for a united body not separate, not a bunch of parts, not everybody going their own direction. Brother Jack, would you help me for a second? Me and Brother Jack are linked up. We say we're one, you go that way. But then when we start walking, we're pulling. We're still linked here, but we're pulling. I'm going, I, I need to go over here. But all of a sudden, if I would just begin to feel where the Spirit's trying to lead, He may be leading me over here. And together we're able to walk. Together we're able to talk. Together we're able to operate. And then He begins to lead. And we begin to walk this way. And we're together. We're one. We're operating. Come on, don't pull against your brother. Don't pull against the burden. Let it lead. Let it guide. Let it operate. (laughs) The anointing flows down. This isn't in my notes, but I felt it all night, and I feel it again this morning. The anointing flows down. It flows down from God to pastor. That's why I've got to seek up with pastor. That's why I've got to link up with him. Because when I'm in line, the anointing can flow through me. When you're in line, that same anointing can flow through you. The scripture says it flowed down like Aaron's beard, out into all the fringes. It left no part uncovered. The anointing will flow to anyone that is linked. We're ever going to see our family saved. We must become one. I need your prayers for my family and you need my prayers for your family 
Because every once in a while when you're around your family, you look and you say, God, my prayers, they're for naught. It's gotten, it's gotten not better but worse. I know you do because I do. And I just want to stop praying and say, God, why am I even burdened by this? If they don't care, why should I pray? Why should I care? And then there's something on the inside that just begins to reach further. And I hear a brother telling me the family's coming home. I hear a sister reaching out saying, I love you. I care about you. I've got to become one. Because when you're weary and well-doing, your brother can lift you up. He was a son of Jonathan, the grandson of King Saul. He was, Saul was Israel's first king. And when Saul and his sons died in battle at Mount Gilboa, Mephibosheth was only five years old. Five years old, his nurse picked him up trying to be helpful and as she was fleeing to save him, she dropped him, injured both of his feet and making him lame for life. He wasn't able to walk the same walk that he would have without, <laughs> without being hurt. Years later... David is now king and the custom is for the king to come in and destroy the family bloodline. That's what a regular king would do. He begins to inquire though about the descendants of Saul and instead of planning to kill them, he says, I want to honor them in the memory of my friend Jonathan. The Bible said that their souls were knit together. They were one. And when Jonathan was long gone, King David still had a burden for his family. I want to respect Saul. And Saul's servant Ziba said, Jonathan's son, Mephibosheth, who was living in Lodabar, that means land of nothing. He's broken. Because of what someone else did. Someone that thought they were helping, but yet they hurt. They didn't mean to. But now because of their action, he's living in the land of nothing broken. David says, do not fear, for I will surely show you the kindness for Jonathan, your father's sake. I will restore to you all the land of Saul, your grandfather, and you shall eat bread at my table continually. The power of one is recognizing that there's a Mephibosheth out there, that it was the cause of someone else, that they're broken. It's what someone else did, that they're living beneath their privilege, and we've got to be be one enough with someone that we're willing to look beyond the brokenness and we'll look beyond the pain. We'll look beyond the way they seem and we'll tell them there's a place at the table for you. There's a place at the table for you. You might have to carry them. You might have to lift them up. But there's a place at the table. In his own eyes, he says, he asked me, what would you have to do with me? I'm nothing but a dead dog. 
They don't feel worthy of even coming to an altar anymore. They don't feel worthy because they know they're broken. And in their brokenness, they've made mistakes. They've maybe even charged God foolishly. But God said, I see it's out of their brokenness. I just need somebody to be one and go after them. I need somebody to go into the land of nothing. I need somebody to go into Lodabar and reach for a Mephibosheth. Can we stand as they come to the music? Can I say it this way? We must be his eyes. And we must see with his eyes. Can you imagine the servant? They saw Mephibosheth broken. And all of a sudden, he's brought in and he's clean. He's living better than they are. It would have been real easy probably for a servant, Brother Darren, to just say, I'm not carrying him. He said, the enemy, he's not part of us. But no, all they had was the word of the king that said, bring him to my table. Put him at my table. Put him at my table. When he's at my table, no one's going to know because he's at my table. The master had prepared a great supper. And those that we think should have been invited were invited. Those that we have the opinion of, they deserve it. We're too busy. One had brought some property. Another said, I bought some oxen that I haven't tried yet. And the last one said, I. I married a wife. The servants came back. And they told the master, and this is his only, this is his only reply. Go out into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be filled. They may be broken. They may not look like you. You may not even think they deserve it. But God said, go get them. Go get them and bring them to my table. You go. Greg, go get them. I know they've hurt you. I know they've stabbed you in the back. But Greg, go get them. I know they've left you in tears, but Greg, go get them. Greg, love them. Greg, tell them there's a place at the table because it's not about you. It's about me. It's about my purpose. It's about my burden. It's about being one with me. I remind you that two are better than one. When we're one, we'll get them to the table. When we're one, 
someone will bring them in and they'll look polished on the outside but they're full of brokenness and anger and confusion and the person that brings them there's going to be another person that the, that the spirit just kind of quickens and they come over and with a smile it's so good to have you would you like to sit by me? There's something about when the body operates as one. How many times have you been broken and came to an altar and just felt the hand of a brother as he got down beside you and said, it's going to be all right. It wasn't some deep word. It was just simply hearing your brother say, it's going to be all right. Oh, that we may be one. Every head bowed and every eye closed. When the founding fathers, when they signed the Declaration of Independence, I believe it was 36 signed the Declaration of Independence out of 51. They put their life on the line. But it wasn't only their life, it was their family's life, it was their homes. And most of them lost their homes in battle. They lost their sons, they lost their fortune, but yet they would say, United we stand. And this morning, it's going to cost you something. It's going to cost your pride. It's going to cost your time. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be heavy. But when you're one, you're going to mount up with wings as eagles. You're going to run and not grow weary. You're going to walk and not faint. That's why we can wait on the Lord. Because we're one with Him. This morning, this altar call is for anyone and everyone that would that would say, not that I've sinned, but God, I want to be one. I want to be one with you. And you know what? Maybe you feel like you're as one as you could ever be. You could come and say, God, I, what, I, I just want to get closer. I want to get closer. Is there anybody that would just come and find yourself a place to pray and say, I want to be one? Maybe you have fallen short. Maybe you are broken. Come to the table. There's room at the table. There's room at the table for you. His grace. His mercy is made new every day. Your name make us one. Make us one. Make us one heart. Come on. Make us one. 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 
you did that we may be one lead us and guide us lead us and guide us God, no weapon that's formed against us shall prosper. Us, we're in this together. find someone, maybe a family member, maybe a friend and just link up with him and just just join hands and look at each other and say, God, I want to be one. They're going to continue to sing and I'm going to pray that God's spirit would flow through this house. Oh God, as we link together as a body, Link us with you. Heart, make Link us, us with you. Let your healing virtue flow through the body. Let your anointing flow through the body. Let your joy flow through the body. I trust you with my family. I trust you with my pain. Because we're one. To proclaim your name. Make us one. Make us one. Make us one heart. of the Holy Ghost that's in this house. Let your will be done. 
feel it in my there's healing that's flowing to your body, to your spiritual man. Sure. 